0: We are back with another short shifts episode, 10 minutes on the clock. Jeffrey LeVecchio has no idea what the topic is going to be. Vex, you ready for today? I am ready. I am excited. Oh, wow. Not just ready, but excited as well. We're wasting time though. Wasting time. We only got 10 minutes. Okay. This is something that I think you have been in a lot of these situations in your professional collegiate junior hockey career. dating models. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. The topic today is dating models. How do you get it? (laughs) Um, uh, No, it is five on six. So it's the end of the game and you're up uh, one goal. The other team puts six players out on the ice. You are one of the five defenders.
1: How do you keep the puck out of the net, brother? Let's go. Wow. I love this topic. Yeah. Uh, Let's go. um, So in youth hockey right now can they ice can, no they no that's not a power play okay um so yeah, just get your head thinking, straight let's go get here. your head straight i was thinking about models um so <laughs> first and foremost i would say uh the way that I, and I was explaining this on a mentorship call last night with a kid about the defensive zone 5 on 5 but it's even more so 6 on 5 i i like to think when i was out there defensively make them, if they're going to make a play, it has to go through as many guys as possible through our defensive guys. Um, And I want to think about like angles. Wasn't the best math guy, but on the ice, it made sense to me. And I would just think, okay, if like a guy is holding it up at the blue line in the corner and maybe he's far away instead of me sprinting out at him and then opening up all these seams between if he's way out there, I'm going to let him stay kind of out there. I'm going to go at him, but a little bit slower, a little bit more controlled. And for me, what I'm trying to say is I just want to keep the puck on the perimeter as much as I can. Keep sticks through the middle of the ice. Don't let anybody get any tips, any no rebounds whatsoever. It's murder. If there's a puck, if there's a scrum around the net, something you learn as you get older, you you t- you murder somebody. Like can you I, do not let them get a rebound. Can I can I stop
0: you real quick because we had a rule at Cornell And it was in the last 15, I can't remember what the exact second was, but like the last 15, 20 seconds or maybe 10, 15 seconds, it's no rules. It's absolutely no rules. No rules. Grab a guy's stick, you know, like uh, there's, there's no rules because if there's a face off in your zone with 10 seconds left, then that's a lot better of a chance that they're not going to score than somebody having a scoring chance
1: (laughs) right in front of your net. (laughs) Right. And guys, I hope all girls, everybody listening, coaches, players, like you have to think that way. All right. In these situations. And for me as a penalty killer, I thought the same way on the power play. Like they're going to get shots. They're going to do this, but I want them to be from the least possible, uh, like the worst angle possible, like the least percentage of scoring. Right. And so if it's a, right. To the outside, closest to the boards as we can in the corners, in the corner of the blue line, not I'd rather a D-man have to shoot it from the corner of the blue line than a D-man shooting it from the middle of the blue line straight on just like, think about angles, push them as far away as you can. And then like Tove said, like no rules means no rules. If there's a rebound in those last 10, 15 seconds, when I was younger, I had coaches tell me that, but, like, I was still, like, thinking, like, oh, don't take a penalty. But then when you get older, you realize, like, no, no, no. It's like, do whatever you have to do if that puck Let is around the stick, crease. Like break, break a stick. stick. Break <laughs> a stick in half. Step on his stick. Other other than Tackle you. in front of the net. Yeah. Right. Do whatever you have to. <laughs> other than you grabbing the puck and putting your hand on it around the crease. Because yeah. then that's a penalty shot. And, again, you want to think, what's the, the best Chance for us to not get scored on and obviously a penalty shot is is a pretty is a much higher percentage so anything other than hand on the crease uh, puck on the uh, hand on the puck in the crease or pushing the net off purposely where you would then get uh, a penalty shot also but if we are thinking about better chances if a guy is about to score on an empty net your goalie's out of there push the net off i don't know at least then you got a chance maybe they they have to do a penalty shot like that's how you've got to think about
0: all the all the things outside of the rules that we should do (laughs) to make sure that they don't (laughs) score but
1: it's no (laughs) rules all right what do you got so you're a little bit more keep them to the outside rather than be like really ultra aggressive I'm just thinking lowest percentage of success for them as the offensive team. That's what I want my guys thinking. Let's keep them there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I hear
0: you. Um, One of the things that I wanted to talk about was just kind of like the structure of what it looks like. So if you watch the NHL or you watch higher level hockey and you look at a six on five situation, the team that's five defensively, what you're going to see from their structure is typically five on a dice. So if you can imagine what like the five little dots look like on the five of the dice where there's like two up top, one directly in the middle and then like two at the bottom, a lot of times that's what the structure look like. So you kind of have like it's probably your two wingers that are going to be up top and they're in in shot lanes. Then you got your center that's playing center field in the middle. He's the middle dot on that dice. And then you have your two D who are down closer towards the net area who are in that spot. Right. And so I'd encourage everybody just to kind of like, look at that the next time you're watching an NHL game, like just check out that kind of formation that they have there. And, and the reason why is yeah, that you have the one person in the middle who's the fail safe in the middle. Um, And then you have your two up top in shot lanes. You have your two uh, underneath who are, cleaning up whatever's going on in front of the net, picking up sticks. You know, they're not letting people get to the net from the corners and things like that. So that's kind of like the structure of of how it looks like. I think what you said, and it's, it's, this stuff is pretty similar to the penalty kill, to be honest with you. It's six on five versus five on four. It's always retreating back to the middle of your sticks, always retreating back to the middle of your sticks, always having your head on a swivel. And then the other thing too, is like, you have to make sure that you communicate in a five on six situation. Communication is so incredibly important just to make sure that everybody's in their spots, just to make sure that when things, because what the, what the offensive team is going to try to do is they're going to try and create chaos. They're going to try and move as much as they can create switches. They're going to shoot pucks and go get retrievals and try to attack off broken plays. And so communication and always making sure that you understand that the middle of the ice is, uh, is is his gold. Sorry, I just got a little distracted there from that little selfie you did.
1: <laughs> I was sending grandma and, that and grandpa that you the fact that I'm wearing grandpa's work <laughs> shirt right now on our podcast. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I wish I had a picture of that face you made when you did that
0: selfie. Uh, well, I but- can send it to you. But anyway, but anyways, yeah, five on the dice is typically the structure you're going to see from that. And again, it's all about making sure you're not allowing shots from the guts of the ice where the percentages of the shots going in are going to be way higher. I love that. I love that. And also, like on the penalty kill, too, similar or on five on six, similar to the penalty kill, like when there's a, loose puck or when there's a 50 50 or you see backs, you got to go like, try and get that puck back. You know, like I feel like that's a big part of it too. Don't just, don't just stay in your spot.
1: Like loose, if there's an opportunity to be aggressive. loose puck, bobble puck. Yeah. yeah. You, you see numbers, you see numbers on the back of the Jersey and they're facing the boards and they're close to the boards and you, you are close enough to, to put that pressure on them hard. Boom. That's an attack. Uh, you, you see a bobbled puck, boom, that's an attack. You know, you see a missed pass, boom, that's an attack. Like all those things are triggers for you to like really pressure them. How about, uh, when you're going to clear the puck?
0: Yeah, I I think face-offs are fine. (laughs) Like if you're in a dire situation, do whatever you can to get it out. And that's actually like another thing too. Like, um, nowadays it's a lot more accepted to try and shoot the puck from your net into the, into the opposing net when it's empty, (laughs) as opposed to like when we were growing up, if you did that, like your ass was getting posted to that bench so quickly as being a selfish play. But now, and I think analytics plays a role in this. Like again, if you miss it's an icing and it's a face off and you're six on five people or five on six people, they get a little bit of a rest or you can get a change and get fresh guys out there too. Um, Actually, at at the older levels, you can't. You're gonna have to take a time out because you can't change on <laughs> on an empty Well, end. but well. but you're seeing a lot more at every level. It being okay to go for that goal from your your end when it's an empty net. Which well, I, I
1: mean, I I, uh, I trained Chris Weidman, who plays for uh, the Montreal Canadiens, and Marty St. Louis's coach, <clears throat> and you know he'd say, you know, I asked him his first year after playing for. For Marty, who's a podcast guest. What's up? We're basically best friends. You, me, Marty, St. Louis, whatever. Um, he said that, Mar- like, it's so encouraging because Marty's always like, you go for that empty net every time. Yeah. Every time you go for that empty net, yeah. which I thought was really interesting because, like Tove said, when Tove and I were coming up, if you went for the empty net oh baby if you don't if you don't get it your butt is glued to the bench right next to coach's foot which is the other foot is up your butt because (laughs) you tried to go for it but now guys are but the big thing too is you You five seconds you better get going oh my god share the show (laughs) share the show here we go